What's up, everyone? Welcome to the March 15th edition of FanDuel Tournament Plays presented by Prize Picks. I'm your host, Adam Scherer. You can follow me on Twitter at ShipMyMoneyDFS. And as a reminder, you get one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum when you sign up and make a deposit at Prize Picks. Be sure to use the code Osmo to receive a 100% first deposit bonus up to $100. We have a four game NBA slate tonight on a week full of weird size slates for tonight 12 tomorrow one thursday 12 friday um but we do have a pretty interesting slate uh, a lot of moving parts some injuries that were we, we we already know the the outcome uh some a lot of questionable guys that could open up some more value so it does actually set up as a pretty fun tournament slate i think and as always be sure to tune into the deeper dive and live before lock in the two hours before tip on the osmo youtube channel we will have more up-to-date player projections ownership projections uh information in general hopefully more up-to-date injuries since three of tonight's games start at seven o'clock um on those shows, so be sure to check them out. But for now, taking a look at five of the top tournament options on tonight's slate. Starting at number five, Jonas Valanciunas, projected for about 8% ownership with a 13% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Valanciunas does have a difficult matchup going up against the Phoenix Suns. He also has CJ McCollum returning to the lineup for the Pelicans, which will lower his expectation compared to when both McCollum and Ingram are out. But the Pelicans are still without Ingram, and in 104 minutes played without uh, without Ingram on the floor and alongside McCollum this year, Valanciunas has averaged um, 1.2 FanDuel points per minute. He has a 24.8% usage rate. This is still a very, very high upside spot for Valanciunas. Number four, DeAnthony Melton projected for 7% ownership with a 17% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Melton comes in at $5,000. He's point guard and shooting guard eligible. I think it would be a mistake to look at John Morant's expected absence and conclude that DeAnthony Melton is likely to play more minutes, um, at least from a you know median standpoint. Because in 12 games this year where Morant has been out and both of Tyus Jones and Dylan Brooks have been active, Melton's averaged 21.6 minutes per game. That's about what he's playing um, recently anyway. Um, but he has averaged about 1.2 FanDuel points per minute in those games. And what I do like about Melton in tournaments is that for one, at $5,000, if he gets 21 to 22 minutes and produces 1.2 fantasy points per minute, he can be a decent option on this slate anyway. But where the real upside for him in tournaments comes in is that if anything happens to Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, Tyus Jones, Melton's probably going to be the next guy to step up and pick up minutes. So you would get a, a really powerful situation where not only do you have a relatively low-owned player that produces fantasy points at a high rate, getting more minutes than he was projected for, but those minutes would also be coming at the expense of one of the more popular players on the slate. Um, Dylan Brooks, you know, easily can get in foul trouble. Guys like Bain and, and Jones, less likely than Brooks, but still can happen. So on a four-game slate, I think it's a situation where even though Melton's not especially likely to succeed, when he does succeed, it can pay you off very, very nicely. Number three, Devin Booker projected for 20% ownership with a 26% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Booker is expensive on FanDuel at $10,400, and he's also only shooting guard eligible, which makes it a little bit difficult to get him into lineups, but that's also why you're only seeing 20% ownership for Booker. On tonight's slate, we do have plenty of value. It's likely that we're going to have some more opening up as well. So slightly overpaying for someone from a median standpoint is perfectly fine given, you know, as long as they have plenty of upside. And we know that Booker is still certainly capable of paying off a $10,400 price tag in what's likely to be a high scoring game tonight against the Pelicans. Overall this season without Chris Paul on the floor, Booker has averaged 1.29 FanDuel points per minute. If you put Cameron Payne on the floor alongside him, Booker has still averaged 1.25 FanDuel points per minute. So still a very, uh, 
you know, good spot for, for Booker and getting a little bit less ownership than he deserves. Number two, Dylan Brooks projected for a massive 42% ownership, but has a 46% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Whenever I see numbers like that, it just suggests this is somebody that I'm building around heavily and that I'm willing to take even at high, uh, at high ownership because he has such a great chance of success. Brooks has shooting guard and small forward eligibility. He's averaged 1.05 FanDuel points per minute this season, and he's only $5,200 in a great matchup against the Indiana Pacers. And then coming in at number one, another very popular player, uh, but clearly underpriced, C.J. McCollum, $8,500, projected for 48% ownership with a 50% chance of being in the optimal lineup. He's shooting guard only. Um, he's averaged 1.37 FanDuel points per minute in 181 minutes played this season without Brandon Ingram on the floor and alongside Jonas Valanciunas. In those minutes, he has about a 33% usage rate, about a 42% assist percentage. The offense very clearly runs through McCollum when he's out there without Ingram. Um, I, I will say, and, and I have him ranked number one, just because his chances of success are so high and he is projected to be a little bit under-owned. I will say in individual lineups, if you already have a lot of other popular players, if you can find the money for Devin Booker at half the ownership or 40% of the ownership, that makes a lot of sense. I, I don't think that there should be this massive gap in ownership between McCollum and and Booker. Um, even if you look at their chances of success, you know, we have McCollum at 50%, we have Booker at 26. That would suggest that the gap between a 48% owned McCollum and a 20% owned Booker is a little bit too wide since McCollum is about twice as likely to succeed. But um, you know, obviously it's different price points, and McCollum, I think, is the top tournament option when you factor in the actual chance of success being close to 50 or being at 50%. So to recap, the top five tournament options on FanDuel, number five, Jonas Valanciunas, number four, DeAnthony Melton, number three, Devin Booker, number two, Dylan Brooks, and number one, CJ McCollum.